0: Last week, it was the Smash game. It came down to Kiara versus Priyanka. Kiara, she went home. Fair enough. This <laughs> week, is a whole new app. It's the top seven, which I don't think is a thing, but we're going to say it is anyway. It's the top seven. It is Drag Race recap show for Canada's Drag Race. Yes. Welcome to the Drag Race a recap show for Canada's Drag Race, season one, episode six, titled Star 69. <laughs> I am Ben I am Fraser Fraser Light Razor You may know us from a podcast called You're Welcome America Where every episode we translate British pop culture for America And American pop culture for Britain You're Welcome. welcome Okay double checking are you're still not canadian are you no still not canadian i've obviously been going back and forth throughout the um the past few weeks just every week i've been popping over to canada just so you know i'm actually in the process of becoming a canadian citizen oh cool that's cool that's cool (laughs) um i i'm not canadian either Mm -hmm. i am scottish but i know you and you're going to become a canadian citizen so i think that's that covered we're completely covered okay cool Okay. In this episode, in the mini challenge, the queens play psychic hotline operators to help give Crystal s- some love advice. For the maxi challenge, the queens must act in teams to create late night law firm commercials to promote legal services to queens in need of counselling. Yes, indeed. And on the main stage, the category is Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> Rita Bagger is named the winner of the challenge, and the judges placed Alona Verley and boa in the bottom two. And after a lip sync battle for their lives, Alona is told Shantae you stay and boa was told to sashay away controversial well well mm, (laughs) who (laughs) knows we'll get there oh (sighs) Oh, lord (laughs) i feel like we always do a bit of a sigh at the beginning just before we get on the roller coaster ride of going through (laughs) an app and then we have a sigh at the end once we've got off that journey (laughs) it's true i have to like prepare myself so we come back after kiara's elimination and uh Priyanka's reading the mirror message obviously she was the bottom two I kind of had forgotten that Kiara was wearing that um I'd forgotten that Priyanka was wearing that gold that gold Celine outfit which I really liked so I just got like a nice little lift seeing that again but it was that classic thing which I always mention every week when they come back into the workroom and they're off like the main stage with the beautiful lights and then they're in like the harsh light of the workroom i'm like oh i can see like the stitching and i can see like bits of glue gun just melting on their bodies the seams the seams <laughs> and um yeah uh kiara did a mirror message love you guys have fun cleaning and she wrote her name kind of huge on the mirror so it's a, it's a fun idea that's been done before though hasn't it, it? Has, yeah Bendela Crum did it slightly smarter where she just wrote in really small print she just filled up the whole mirror but you know Still waiting for someone just to smash the mirror. It's <laughs> well, because you know, it's a two-way mirror. You know, there's like a camera person behind us. And they'd just be like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else was going on at the top of the show? So it was Scarlet. Uh, Bobo was getting, she's visibly annoyed now with everyone, <laughs> including Boa's feather on her headdress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, that was. The, I feel like they were just trying to make something out of nothing yeah. there. She was, she was getting frustrated. And then that's when Priyanka said, um, well, they welcomed... Um, they welcomed Jimbo to the winner's circle. That's right. And then Priyanka made that dig about how, like, you know, everyone was really good. Well, everyone on the couch that they were sitting on. So it was not including Alona, Bobo, and Boa. She'd, like, purposefully left those three out and people were not happy. Also, at one point, did you notice that she, uh, Priyanka, lifted up her shoe and she still just had a little bit of the, um, the sticker still left on the bottom of her heel? Oh, we stick her. <laughs> she bought those in a rush. I, this is maybe a weird point in the show to do it, but. I have a very strong feeling of a top three. Oh. Do you want to hear it? I want to see if I'm going to just come up with one off the top of my head and I want to see if it's exactly the same as yours. Okay, have you locked yours in in your brain? No, but I'm going to just do it as I go along. Okay. I think it's going to be... Rita Baga, yep. Jimbo, yep. Priyanka. Yep. Those are the exact three that I thought too. Those are the three. Yeah. It was interesting watching this episode because um, my husband, Jesse, who's been a racer for a very long time, mm-hmm. he was like, it, it's interesting that you can't tell who's going to win. Yes. Like no- normally by this point, you can kind of tell who's going to win. Yeah. But I feel like we know who's in the top three, but we don't know who could win yeah. out of those three. It's, it's exciting because you know that for those three, especially, like, it's just going to take one or two real standout things from them for them to really push their way to like that, like, top, top spot. So it's kind of exciting to watch. I think I'm going to go further and I'm going to predict Priyanka as the winner. Oh. And I think she these episodes, she's going through her lull. These are her... Yeah. The, she's going to be the phoenix from the ashes after these exactly episodes. she needs story-wise she needs that lull yeah. and then she needs to bounce back i don't think she got the fairest kind of i think she was really good in the um the main challenge anyway okay, let's we'll not, get into that we'll, won't we yeah we'll get into that so sh- we are back the next day did you notice i uh, just you know i like to always talk about everyone's outfits well really it was just lemons did you see lemons like workroom look it was like a it was like a yellow it was basically like a marabou trimmed like a glamorous like 50s housewife's like marabou trimmed kind of robe or like a little kind of you know that kind of gauzy see-through thing with like a little oh a little little, like a little bit of like a a little trim at the end i missed that i I have to say well you know i'd like to do my second viewing i this is where i get the the weird details oh well also we've jumped past it but wasn't there a bit at the beginning where it was some unseen footage from last week oh yeah and stace had a great moment where she said to boa that boa needs to wake up and bring it yeah and she, she's right. I really liked her that footage as well. Do you notice how, like, it was clearly done as Boa was, like, walking off, and they caught a little bit of her, like, kind of not knowing whether she should walk back to the front or not, and she was kind of like. Oh, oh, oh. But Stace is talking. I need to respect Stace. <laughs> Everyone needs to respect yeah, Stace. Yeah, truly. Um, okay, yeah, so they're back in the workroom. Um, Rita is très désolée that she has lost her francais sir. Mm. Oh, sur, sister, sur, yeah, sur. She lost her French sister. I thought you, I thought you were saying sur, which is s u r, which is under, or sur, like sexy, unique restaurant. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump's soon to be closed establishment here in Los exactly, Angeles. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, which I'm not desolé about. <laughs> um Okay so what else was going on here well rue came on the screen thank goodness as always i didn't really understand her message I- in this episode no i felt like she was just saying words it was it was a lot of kind of legal legal jargon yeah but not yeah it was it was you i don't think you could have predicted the challenge quite so easily from this one no it was like just saying fun words sometimes rhyme and sometimes don't and everyone's going oh ah, mm, mm. <laughs> i know i feel like the reaction shots they use for the the room message are like from 20 years ago slash today from a different challenge from, I don't know. I think they're made in like CGI. I'm, I don't believe any of it. Deep fake. It's a deep fake. <laughs> okay. And then Jeff came into the room. Now I just want to give a shout out to producer Brie because <laughs> the she, is no in, we, ever. she has written Jen, Jen, Jeff enters the workroom in a flight attendant suit. Looks like Gucci. Now. Okay. We're not going to get into it with Jeff, but, I'm going to get into it very quickly. There is that trim around the edge. I think that's Bree's reference to Gucci. That's Well, that's very kind. That's very um, generous, I would say. Mm. Flight attendant look. I don't know if it's a flight attendant look. How do you feel? Yeah, I felt like it was more like just a ill-fitting suit. Yeah, or just, once again, um, some ASOS. Yeah. I, mm. I, I want to talk a bit more about Jeff on this episode, just from... You know, we kind of said last week, everyone, he's getting such a negative, like, feedback that I don't want to, like, pile on and kind of do the bashing. Yeah. But I do feel like there's some things that we need to address. Just maybe for the workroom, like, walk around. I think I'll wait. I'll wait till then. Well, do you know what? One thing I do want to say is that he, and I'm, I'm going to say this very neutrally, he is dressing himself. This show clearly doesn't have the biggest budget in the world, and those suits aren't tailored to him and his body he is a good looking man and he's tall and he probably has a good body but all all these off-the-rack suits aren't fitting him yeah and it's not doing him justice yeah and it's just it's it doesn't it doesn't help that stace is knocking it out of the park with any time she comes into the workroom and so is brooke like brooke knows how to dress do this kind of because brooke does like a kind of more androgynous look in her boy look anyway but she knows how to do it so it's kind of totally and also it doesn't help that in um the american version like rue like rue's boy drag like is clearly is super zany but it's clearly all made for him so we just want to we just we're gonna put a little pin in that but we're just we're just flagging (laughs) and we're not being overly negative okay everyone we're just flagging right so mini challenge Mm -hmm. um They're going to be feeling their Star 69 Fantasies as psychic hotline operators for Ho-Ho's Astral Alliance. Sure. I I feel like the writers really... There's a lot of kind of word vomit in that little mini challenge, wasn't there? Yeah. (laughs) So this is basically going to be... It's a quick drag um, where they have to get into kind of fortune teller looks, psychic fortune teller looks. And then who is... The special guest that they're going to be calling—that's just Argal Crystal. Our Ar- yes. shout out to Argal Crystal, Canadian slash UK slash worldwide. This is worldwide. Oh, so she's married to Pitbull. Um, she's not married to Pitbull, <laughs> but she's he- married to the world. Well, he's Mister Worldwide. I don't know where we are anymore. <laughs> the international waters, Miami. Who, kn- who knows? But Crystal uh, from Drag Race UK, she is here. Um, and yeah, so basically, sh- they don't know that it's her on the phone. So she's like behind, she's going to be like behind like... A screen. A screen. <laughs> Again, shout out to that props department. <laughs> yeah. They've been prepping that screen for a There's a, a lot while. of art department that shout out in this episode, actually. <laughs> like the phones they were using, everything I felt very i felt happy for the art department i I've feel like they get to have a really good time on the show also as we last week we noticed like i think what was it the skis on the wall yeah this week did you notice there's like um a sled and there's also <laughs> um there's a hockey stick no, like didn't. a bedazzled gold hockey stick on the wall i did so I love that. <laughs> good work art department you're you're really doing it okay so yeah they all had to do quick drag into these um into these fortune teller looks oh should we talk about crystal's look before Ooh, we get into the yes. girls love that hair yeah it was kind of uh, yeah a little i felt like it was a nod to do you remember when gary oldman was uh dracula in bram stoker's dracula oh it's that like it's that traditional like dracula like kind of it's almost like a heart-shaped white like bouffon there's also it made me think of now that this doesn't sound like a complimentary thing but it just made me think of the fur on john candy's character in Spaceballs. <laughs> but you know what i mean like those little ears right that also made me think of that and then also the ears shout out to canada made me think of the cartoon the raccoons i don't know why oh yeah (laughs) just americans you won't know it probably but there was this canadian cartoon called the raccoons and uh it's like a whole thing and it was big in the uk as well isn't that so strange it was the raccoons were really big in well canada but also the uk and it just completely skipped america yeah and that's that's actually why we are the hosts of canada's drag race recap (laughs) because we have seen the raccoons okay so, Crystal's sitting down, one at a time, they come in, Rita's up first. Rita, phenomenal. <laughs> she is so funny. <laughs> she had me laughing from the like from the get-go. I really liked the concept of this mini-challenge as well. It's a fun, it's like improv, and it's so dumb, and it was kind of, I liked the the phone kind of device, it was really fun. And I like the way that, I think Crystal had clearly been told, like, when you've had enough, just hang up on them. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, I really like because we know Crystal. Like, I, I, I really like seeing some real reactions. <laughs> yes. Like, where she genuinely found some things funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Rita was great. She was. Uh, <laughs> she basically was trying to flirt with Crystal, wasn't she? That was her whole thing. Yeah, and just I, again from previous week, she's good at that kind of whole kind of like unattractive older lady like hunched over yeah. thing. <laughs> like, she's really kind of got that <laughs> down to a T. tee um who was next Uh, priyanka she um she was she was deeply triggered by having to do a psychic character (laughs) so soon after uh miss cleo but i thought she i thought she did she did really good she was doing like a fun she was talking about uh, she did a lot of like ghost references yeah having sex with a ghost she was kind of all over the place but in a really fun way i felt like yeah no she, she she did it was it was good it was fine it was yeah i actually thought i know we'll talk about each one i thought everyone did pretty well in this challenge i yeah. will say which is it's nice to see like a quick drag challenge where everyone succeeds to a certain extent yeah. because i mean i guess we are down to the top seven now but and i just <laughs> want to say the phrase top seven is not a thing no. despite the fact that they're clearly trying to make it a thing at the top of the episode yeah no, 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 that's not a thing in drag race or in the world it's, I, I think you really like you have to stick to traditional you know medal ceremony rules and it's a top three and nothing I think, Ron, I think you can do top five silver gold i think you can do top five and top four top four i'm, I'm ambivalent about <laughs> top five top three and then we're into yeah then we're into like you know i don't know we're at a formula one <laughs> actually we're at a drag race great oh my god oh that coffee's really hitting um <laughs> okay alona then dr- then came in she she was all right con- considering i was about to say that's that's me saying she's all right considering i'm just not sure i'm not like completely sold on some of her kind of improv skills i think i think she's not as natural as some of the others but i liked her look i liked her look i have to say her look was very me if i was doing this challenge loved that but like and again branding wise she's sticking to that pastel yeah love that um, love her color story still. uk translation pastel <laughs> um yeah so she was doing that and she she loves a, she loves like a kind of like little bit of glittery iridescent so yeah she was she was fun um, then there was Bobo, uh, Scarlet. She, um, Bobo Comet Scarlet, like I'm saying her name officially. She, um, she looked insane. Do you remember her look? Yeah. <laughs> that makeup was just smeared all over her face. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I have to say out of all of them, I didn't. Oh, and actually I want to just give a quick, um, quick throwback to, um, Alona. She did like a whole fun thing of like, she hadn't picked up the phone or Crystal hadn't picked up the phone, oh, yeah, which she's, I really enjoyed. She's just talking away. Um I have to say I did I made no notes on uh Bobo's um appearance here or, or her performance right. here. So I think telling telling Yeah. No notes then who was next it was boa next wasn't it it was, Bo was like <laughs> bouncing onto the scene <laughs> she was, i thought she was funny i thought she was great she was doing like a whole kind of like sexy like stripper thing and then she had like some some uh breasts out and then Titties. she did like a, a quadruple breast situation very um uh total recall very total recall <laughs> And I, I liked her because this for me was a moment where she's not great in scripted challenges being funny, but when she's just kind of left her own devices, yeah. she could go for it. And later on in the episode, they talk about how she really gets, she gets in her head at times, yeah. but here I was like, it was really joyful for yeah, me. Yeah. She kind of let go, which I, which is a shame when you think about the episode as a whole, because I thought it was kind of like a good, it was a good start for her. You're like, oh, Boa, and you really thought that she had listened to that note from Stace and been like, yeah, she's back. She's I know, got it. I know. Um, who was next? Lemon. Lemon. I thought Lemon looked like Christina Aguilera. Oh, I, I was getting very like. Oh my god! The, the, maybe a little bit. Um, uh underappreciated uh your body video yes yes love that song (laughs) your body no one no one was into that love your body it's such a good such a good song especially the after the like the final bit where it's kind of it goes slow and then it's oh i wanna do (laughs) it like your body oh oh came here tonight <laughs> <clears throat> look that up fans. that's one of those songs that only like gays know about its existence anymore isn't it is it like janet's feedback it's like janet's feedback only exists in the mind of gays now here's the thing i was not into lemon's performance at all i thought it was i thought it was weak i just i i just thought it was like meh i'm very obvious well it was also i thought that i, I liked some of the visual jokes where she was pulling the cards and being like "Ooh, yikes but it kind of didn't work as a two-hander kind of improv thing because Crystal was just kind of sitting there listening to silence basically. And yeah, and like telling like Crystal to like watch out for pianos above her head for the next six hours. It just didn't quite work. Yeah. So I was so confused when she ended up winning. Yeah, I felt like that was a that was a, a that was some shenanigans. Oh, did we see the producer's hand? Uh, yeah, I could Uh-oh. feel the strings being pulled oh. behind the scenes. <laughs> okay, after Lemon was Jimbo. Oh my god, Jimbo. <laughs> Tell the crystal she had a butter face. <laughs> Jimbo Jimbo was like great. And having like the um the eye on the hands, like the oh, eyes on yeah. the hands, at that the was end. very um what's it? That? that Guillermo del Toro movie. Um, L- Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth wow, I didn't think we were going to get to Pan's Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) We've just come off the back of an (laughs) underappreciated Christina Aguilera single. Um, Now we're we're in Pan's Labyrinth. (laughs) We're next, listeners. Let's find out. I loved Jimbo in this. Like, she was just... uh, Jimbo's just weird in such a wonderful way that this is the kind of thing she excels at yeah she's you she, she's one of those people it's just a bit like the joan rivers where you feel in safe hands and you feel like you could just let her go on and on and on and on and it would be really fun to listen to you with her you don't see the i feel like with some of the others you can see the wheels turning and it makes you feel a little bit like yikes we're not and we're on shaky ground here whereas with with jimbo it's just like you're like oh i can just relax and watch her perform enjoy the show yeah (laughs) where are we we're like the moulin rouge we're just like this is the cookie part of the moulin rouge we're just sitting back got a drink oh jimbo's on (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i was thinking of like some big kind of like variety live (laughs) circusy performance thing i've been trying to work on my jimbo impression it's really his speaking voice is so specific it's like Oh, but you're, my name's, my name's Jimbo. I can't. I, oh, well, you you're you're merging into one of your classic impressions there. Who the 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 mouse from Alice in Wonderland? No, the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Should I do it? Yep, just 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 do it. Brace yourselves. <laughs> so this is the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Mustard. Who said anything about mustard? Let's not be silly. Just to confirm, that wasn't Jimbo from Canada's Drag Race. (laughs) No, Jimbo. No, I've lost it. I was doing it so good earlier. Damn Ah. it. Oh, that was just, that was actually my dog's impression of Jimbo. Ah. I think we're going to have to pause one second while I see someone at the door. Hang on. (laughs) He Runs away from you like you're going (laughs) to... Um, Okay, so that was the end of the mini-challenge. And then Crystal trots out again. And this is the (laughs) moment she reveals herself. She's had that screen from the art department. (laughs) She doesn't have it anymore. And she she pops out. And, um, yeah, as we talked to her in episode one of the podcast she had, she had been worried that not everyone was going to recognize who she was. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, they, they'd clearly been briefed and everyone knew what was going on. And then of course, shout out to our girl, Priyanka, who's always doing the interview bits. I mean, this whole show is riding on the back of her interviews purely. (laughs) Well, she has to make the top three because her interviews just like narrate the whole show. So she's like, it's crystal from UK's drag race. (laughs) She's a safe pair of interview hands, isn't she, yeah, Priyanka? Sure is. <laughs> okay, and then Crystal announces um, the winner, and it's Lemon. Which I 100% who would you, who disagree do you think with. Would have won, Jimbo or um, Rita Bagger? I would have said Jimbo. Maybe it's just too much Jimbo loving that's going on. I mm, maybe Jimbo, but wait, Jimbo won last week. Exactly. So I don't know if that feels good, so I would maybe give it to Rita. Right. You just feel like all the wins are just going between <laughs> Rita, <laughs> Rita, and Jimbo, just like backwards and boop, forwards. Boop, but yeah, just hitting that, <laughs> hitting that winning ball, hitting that one one thousand Canadian dollars worth of eyewear from Barry, no, from Bailey Nelson. Barry Nelson. That's a very different type of eyewear. Barry Nelson. Barry Nelson's a guy I went to school with. Is no, it? wait. Oh, wait. Was it Barry Nielsen? It was very confused. We had N- Nelsons and Nielsen's at school. Oh dear. Nielsen. Barry Nielsen. <laughs> adam nelson anyway i went to school with someone who whose dad was called mitch mitchell (laughs) that's just silly just silly that's just silly (laughs) mitch mitchell why would you do that i don't know anyway crystal signs off and leaves the work by saying stay sparkly transparent and cheap that's my impression of of crystal i thought she was actually going to say something like hey at this point in the co- I thought she was really going to go deep and then she said that I'm like oh okay yeah it's like really that's all the advice you can have and then she's like bye yeah because truly her advice would have just been like don't lose your fucking mind like, yeah that's, that's the only thing you can really do um so yeah well done Crystal lovely little lovely little Canadian cameo going yeah, on there yeah she looked great that was she, even though we, you and me compared her to Spaceballs and <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula they genuinely were compliments it didn't sound like we were being nice but they were tr- both true compliments those are unique references <laughs> (laughs) so this is the maxi challenge announcement um they are going to be starring at late night law firm tv commercials and working in teams to create ads to promote legal services to queens in need of counseling i thought this was a fun i like this concept i do too it's It's good it's like i like i get it and i kind of know yeah shooting like the commercial shoots are just always like a good way to like allow the the funny people to be funny and the people who are not so funny to fail i think for this show (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a very solid formula yeah, I was, I was excited about this. Now, now obviously, because Lemon won, she got to kind of like put the teams together. So she <laughs> went with, why are you laughing? I'm laughing because I'm thinking about, tell, t- say the name of the teams and I'll say why I'm laughing. Okay, all right. Okay. Buckle up. So she chose to be with Priyanka. Then she put Scarlett and Alona together. Sissies. Uh, and then uh leftovers were leftovers oh god, that's rude the third team was rita jimbo and boa the reason i was laughing is because then there was that little bit of like shade about bobo being bobo was basically like really annoyed with lemon for putting her with Alona, and they just kept doing these cutaways it's the cutaways of bobo in all that makeup that had like smeared off her face and she's just like giving her just like pissed. daggers yeah the gestures were really <laughs> i think it was just the makeup it really made me laugh and then she was like in her interview being like oh. and then she says in her bitchy little voice like oh you can be the sisters together she's just like so annoyed about it and that comes back later when they when she tries to confront her about it and by confronting her admits that she thinks a loner is shit basically <laughs> fair fair um and then so that final team with rita jimbo and boa um I'm I'm. I, I'm not going to say this thought is my own. I'm going to have to say shout out to producer Brie because she's saying, why would you put Rita and Jimbo, two powerhouses together? It's true. Two question marks. That's how much she means it. It's true That's though. it's just very true. She has a very good point. You, you would try and kind of dilute them amongst the, amongst the groups. But do you think it's strange that Lemon didn't pick one of them to be her in her team? No, because I think Lemon, Lemon's good, but Lemon is young and she doesn't, she, so she hasn't fully worked out right so she kind of just went she basically just wanted to hang out with her friends right and and <laughs> she didn't she didn't realize that it would make more sense to go with someone who's very different to her yeah you know what i mean and have a bit more of a contrast so they could play two very different roles yeah lemon didn't quite get that yeah because if she'd picked like rita imagine her and like rita bagger together would have been like a fun weird combo oh, that would have been like a lovely salty sweet yeah. like weird situation <laughs> yeah So Okay, so that was them all getting together for the Maxi Challenge. Uh, We're going to get into it, but before we do, let's take a commercial break. (laughs) And we're back. It's time for the the workroom walkthrough Mm -hmm. with Jeff. So I'm just going to do my quick overarching point, and then I won't hammer on about it. Okay. I just think the criticism that he's getting across the board is he's doing a bad RuPaul impression. And this was, this workroom was the most egregious example of that. Yeah. I, I, which is, I just wish he would. And it's, it, I feel bad for him in the sense that the show has been filmed and there's nothing he can do about it. hundred percent agreed. As, as a producer, I was watching this and I, I just wanted to jump in and yeah. be like, Hey Jeff, just a quick word. Just tone it down a yeah. bit. Just because you're, talk you're like yourself. Yeah, t- exactly. Cause <laughs> when he talks, yeah, it's, you it's can see that you can see the moments where he's he doesn't think he has to play that the RuPaul part and he speaks normally and he's like he's very charming and very nice and it, I was just I was cringing because I was thinking about him watching it knowing
1: I that know. everyone's criticizing
0: I know we've really I feel bad for him now it's, I've gone like to the other side of it and yeah it just his, his his RuPaul-ness was out of control so that's just there we go we've talked about that so Let's go through the teams. Okay, which team are we going to talk about Lemon first? and Priyanka. So yeah, they're just like two schoolgirls, super excited <laughs> with one, one another. I mean, when they started talking about their concept, it's really, it is really fun. Yeah. And they're funny and yeah. they can, and I, I do understand why Lemon chose to hang out with Priyanka for this yeah. one because they're riffing, they're coming up with super funny yeah. things. They're good at puns. Yeah, I liked, I liked even just in that moment, they they came up with the concept pussy protectors and then you heard that they were like called kitty and cat i was like great perfect perfect they came up with that what was that line they came up with it's like something like about getting the money getting the cash oh oh, I, oh oh no i've just oh shit i've just deleted all my notes oh no wait a minute <laughs> no hang on i haven't <laughs> that was me just struggling with my iphone the only thing i super super remember standing out it was so litty you've split your kitty yes <laughs> no wait a minute so litty you've split your kitty <laughs> yeah. i mean that i mean that was on un- that was w- unbelievable wonderful yeah. i just felt like they had they had a you could tell they had a really good solid concept and everything that was coming from it was just fun bits whereas Oh no, next we'll talk about the Jimbo tr- the trio. Yeah, Jimbo, Rita, and Boa. So theirs was <laughs> And Jimbo's still half in like his quick drag. <laughs> like he's obviously worked out that, you know, his his fortune teller drags actually quite cozy. So he's kept on oh, no, the Chili Chili studio. Rita Bagger. Oh sorry, Rita Bagger. Yeah. Who was I saying? <laughs> Jimbo. Sorry. Rita Baga, Jimbo Boga Boa. Oh, so many, <laughs> so many noises and words. Yes, sorry. Um Rita Baga. Like she's just like still kind of hunched over. Yeah, fully draped. Yeah. F- <laughs> very drapey. Um, and they're they're an interesting trio because they're they're all so different. Mm. And I felt bad for Boa here because she struggles in these situations. Yeah. She'd be better off if like genuinely if she did her own commercial by herself. <laughs> yeah. Think, where it was just like she just you could t- i had that horrible sinking feeling in my stomach where she was where they were trying to come up with the name of their law firm and they just cut to her and she was just kind of staring into space and it's like you know that feeling where you know you should be thinking of something and all you're thinking about is the fact that you're not thinking about I something know. <laughs> and the fact that she was sitting in the middle between yeah. the two of them it felt really intense and, and really the, fact, remand- the fact they couldn't come up with like a good name as well like yeah. i was like oh shit this does not bode well yeah it reminded me of like old work meetings like back in the day you know when <sighs> you know when you like creative meetings whether you're trying to come up with like just they're fun meetings but you're trying to come up with something and you're just like staring at a piece of paper and you're like oh my god I haven't said anything for like 20 minutes I have to make a joke I have to say something funny no oh, I've been I, oh yeah been in many of those meetings it reminds me of a show that we once worked on together which was very messy and it may have been around New Year's Eve time <laughs> and uh, a lot of things it wasn't the work meeting it was like when we were actually taping it it all went really to use a great british phrase it just meant tits up <laughs> it did and there was a lot of like having to like come up with creative solutions on the spot yeah. as the cameras were rolling <laughs> it reminded me of that kind of feeling yeah like staring deep into someone's eyes where you both of you neither of you are thinking of the solution you're thinking about how bad it is it's <laughs> like that fraser and i have really done some great work achievements together we oh, will we really say <laughs> okay so yeah the three of them um and then we have the the duo the of yeah the sissies of, of um scarlet bobo and alona and it was just really uncomfortable yeah that's that scene where basically i i, I feel like alona knew what she was talking about because you know they had that weird like that very tense conversation about the order of how they were going to film it and the mm-hmm, voiceover yeah. i think that alona was right I'm what was she saying? Sure. What was she saying? I can't it remember. Se- it seemed to be... Bobo seemed to be saying something about how they weren't... It was to do with voiceover and it was to do with the order of shooting. And basically, Alo- Bobo was looking at it from like a filming perspective and Alona was looking at it from a editing perspective, right. I think. And I think, I think Alona was right. But it was hard to actually tell what the issue was. But it was just one of those conversations where it's two people who... Neither of them wanted to back down, and I think Bobo ended up backing down by just not speaking anymore. <laughs> but it was that kind of tense. Well, bo- well, Bobo did the whole thing of just passing the pad over. Basically, yeah. it was like, "Well, you do it." <laughs> yeah. It's also just like, look, again, we've never done this show, and we're not booked any time soon to to do any of the drag races. Oh. But, well, sorry to break that to you, we haven't got that Thought booking I was doing yet. Season two of UK, but okay, okay, fine. Um, but uh, it's like just work together yeah even at the beginning like if i were them i would have at the beginning been like look this is a struggle that the two of us are together but we both want to fucking be amazing yeah. so i think let's just put our differences aside <laughs> and work out you're great at bringing this to the table i'm great at bringing this to the table let's fucking kill it yeah do you know what i mean yeah ah <sighs> shout out to the props department for that sparkly uh, sequined book yes that they've been using <laughs> the little notepad i know exactly the kind of um sparkling you know that sparkly thing you peel the back off and you just stick it onto things the art department love it it's the it's like the glitter it's oh. like a piece of paper with glitter on it and you can like peel the back off and it you it's how you like bedazzle things it's so we used to just have when i worked on a show in the uk it was just rolls and rolls of that because we're always just bedazzling things anyway <laughs> um so that so jeff comes into the the walk room the work room walk round <laughs> oh, wow yeah thank you and he, yeah, he tells priyanka to get out of her head what did you think i said <laughs> oh that. my god oh my god get out, <laughs> of, out of my, out of my, my head. head get out of my head Well, what you doing <laughs> a song that's impossible to sing as i've just realized yeah. we are singing ashley simpson's ripoff of gwen stefani which is called get out of get out of my head Get Out of your head Get out of my head out, out of, of my, my head outer. Yeah. oh yeah and it also is on our list of top 20 cgi music videos (laughs) everyone check it out some of the worst cgi you'll ever see in your life (laughs) Anyway, so he goes Or this is when he talks to the sissies i think that he did them i think he did them a little dirty in the in this the the walk around just because i think their concept was pretty confusing and i know he said like make sure you keep the law firm of it aspect of it but i think he was also like oh i love the idea i love the concept and i was kind of like i think he should have told them to refine it a little bit more i think it didn't really make any sense their concept right i well the final concept didn't i i just yeah i didn't really i didn't really i just didn't really get it yeah it was it was meant to be a law firm for suing your like drag sister for doing things wrong that's what it was got but it they it was the problem for me was that i before this episode i had never I had never known that they referred to each other as sissy and it felt like they were using a catchphrase that didn't exist for the concept of the show you know yeah basically you need to lean on something solid and true that everyone knows yeah that's that, i mean that's the rule of comedy yeah. isn't it <laughs> take something that everyone knows really well and then make it funny so whereas for example um jimbo rita and boa they are basically saying, look, we're sick of bachelorette parties. <laughs> They're basically saying we're, we're fucking sick of straight people yeah. at, at, who, who basically like, you know go overboard when we're the ones should be performing at clubs and i was like okay i can totally see that i get it and then of course there was that amazing moment <laughs> wild wild story it from rita like, bagger was just like oh yeah one time someone put my fi- a finger in my ass it's like at one time i was working a bachelorette party and someone put a finger up my ass yeah finger that in was my, a good rita bagger impression that it? was pretty good yeah <laughs> <laughs> um she's, she's like figure up my ass and it's like oh nope, okay <laughs> So I'm like, well, I was like, okay, well then you really do have the experience to, um, I don't know, make this challenge work because <laughs> you've got the backstory. And then lo- I loved when they, you know, when they cut to her interview and she was like, it was for bachelorettes attending a drag show. No touching without her consent. Get off the stage. And be respectful. It is aspey yours. <laughs> it was like really. There was like no joke. It was actually just an actual proper yeah, like... like guide for for people. Um, yeah. Wait. Who else have we got going on there? We've got Priyanka Lemon. Um, oh yeah. I mean, we've 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 kind of gone through the three teams, really, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. I feel like because we. I want to talk about it when they actually. You know, when we see that, because we're going to see them being filmed and then talk about it on the main stage, so we don't need to. Get into we don't need to get much. into it however at this point in the show it is announced that oh and then the main stage tom green's gonna be hosting like huh so <laughs> of course green. i then did like a quick google of like is tom green canadian oh yeah he's yes didn't know that yeah, canadian american well i mean why else would he, tom green be the guest host for this week Look, hey 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 look that booking team okay yeah that's tough like it's tough what they've got to do um i know him only i will only refer to him um knowing him as his character in the first charlie's angels movie he's drew barrymore's boyfriend who lives on a boat right at the beginning oh yeah and he jumps off of the boat because <laughs> he says he loves her and sings that brandy you're a fine girl song to her Brandy, you're a fine girl. wait a minute <laughs> didn't they meet on that movie yeah. and then they got married do they get married maybe maybe who Feels knows like something do that uh drew would do oh, that boat um okay so that's announced there but then we actually go into the the recordings of the maxi challenge okay oh my God. we need to just stop and have like a moment of not just canadian appreciation but worldwide mrs worldwide appreciation for Stacey's fucking look as she was watching and helping them film those law commercials she, i mean she was just oh. like a metallic gorgeous again like a sherbety kind of sherbety like silken goddess is how i would describe that look just again that look is not from any time period it could be the future it could be the past could be now who knows she just looks amazing i wonder if it it is all her own clothes do you know what there's a i feel like my mom as i'm saying this or like i'm on some terrible like thing where I'm critiquing outfits and I have no idea much like I actually am. Mm-hmm. But it, she has such like an effortless call to her that it's just, I, I do feel like she's bringing her own pieces to the studio. What well, is that thing of when, look, she's not, she's not 21. She's like a mature woman and she knows exactly who she is. Yeah. She knows what she looks good in. And also she was in, she's been in fashion. So yeah. she gets it. So she just, she just nails it. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Me too. That just, when I actually, I feel like I went, <gasps> when I saw her, I was just like, oh, like a delicious sherbet oh. confection. <laughs> okay. Who was up first in the recordings? It was Lemon and Priyanka. It was, yes. yes okay. Yes, yes. I will shut. out. I love Priyanka's look as a, like a, her legal look. <laughs> I just think she's just, their wigs were very funny. I just think she's a great legal look. And I think Lemon's voice when she's like, doing spotty sh- in my yeah. like she puts in a really interesting voice yeah that i really thought was funny i th- i genuinely thought theirs was the best and i'm and we can get to that when we obviously talk about them you know i think maybe actually should we let's save i'll save my opinions for my opinions of the final result for the main stage okay just got it okay deal we're deal. kind of talking about it so much they seem very i mean they seem very in sync in the recording yeah. of this. Like they were on it. They're both very organized. Yeah. They, they actually seemed like producers. Yes. 100%. I think that Priyanka's TV experience as the the kids presenter means that she's got like a, a much more methodical way of thinking about things. Like she knows how TV production works. So I think she was, I think maybe she was part of why that worked for me. She just knows exactly what they need to hit and what they need to get. And I feel like they, they probably got the most, content for their thing because they seemed the most efficient for totally sure. totally on it. and hey you know i was just talking about um lemon's accent of like have you ever gotten so your you're or kitty? producer Bree has noted that it's in an old east coast president accent <laughs> question mark again we're not american we're not canadian is that like a jfk kind of impression I d- who knows but yeah interesting i mean oh the world the, the worldwide of this show it really is all coming together <laughs> and lemon did that split that was amazing so she did a she did like a drop, she dropped into a split and then Eversus slowly rose up and was kind of, in the- I feel in fitness terms, it's like she was doing like a pulse, <laughs> you know, like when you do a squat and you do a pulse at the bottom. So She's it's like, like you, a split so you start in the split and yeah. then you pulse up and down yes. into that mini split. Yes. Yeah. It was it, a pulsing mini split. <laughs> yeah. It was quite, um it was quite a uh, cheerleader yes Do you know what i mean i can imagine like lots of cheerleaders like doing a jump into splits then coming back up yeah. and like presenting <laughs> and she and she was hitting her lines like perfectly during the split and during the the pulse and also didn't she say i've never actually done that before <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like i'm not sure what's happened but yeah yeah that was great great gosh she got it on camera that's the main thing um okay next group who we got is rita jimbo and boa also i'm not sure if this was the group or maybe it was lemon and priyanka but i really noticed the the notes they were giving stace had lots of like stick stick drawings of like the scenes on it <laughs> that really made me laugh because obviously all they're given is like pencil and paper to give their notes it looks well, like that glittery notepad <laughs> that glittery notepad they've got Yeah, it's always all, it all looked like children's kind of ideas for a for an advert which made me laugh so um yeah boa was given notes off the bat during the filming of this, of just to kind of be more present in the moment and to kind of, again, as they keep saying, get out of her head. Out of my, out out of my head. head, which I didn't necessarily agree in this challenge. I thought she came across pretty well. I also thought her look was really fun. As yeah. well. <laughs> like she really got that kind of like secretarial drag. Um, I don't know. I mean, in look, in general, in this look, in general, in this look, in general, in this trio, Well, I don't want to talk about their final performance, but Jimbo really like, Jimbo did that classic thing of, again, he, much like Stace, he knows who he is. He's a little bit older and he's like, okay, this is going to be my thing in this piece and I'm just going to do it and I'm going to shout and I'm going to steal the show. Yeah. Good on him. And then meanwhile, Rita Baga was just being Rita (laughs) Baga and like being amazing. So, well, I think there's definitely some like some TV shenanigans happening here in the sense that they showed just that one mistake that Boa made where she was meant to be, you know, when they, they had that kind of running joke in their ad of like, whatever, what she said about um, Rita Bagger speaking French. And they basically had, they showed that one flub that Boa did where she pointed at Jimbo instead of That's Rita right. Bagger. And I feel like, I feel like that was probably the only thing that really wasn't that great in that thing. And well, like, she- they really kind of like, it was that kind of thing of like, oh, okay, I get it. We're trying to do the Boa thing for this episode. But also like, she delivered her when she okay, yeah, she pointed the wrong person, but she delivered her line perfectly. Yeah. Which I think is really good for for Boa because Boa struggles in these situations. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. Also, do you not think that um Rita Bagas makeup was a little bit crystal yeah. in the situation? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Just she that looked, looked good. I, I thought I really liked her. She was doing like a um Was she in the pink? Or was yeah, that she was, yeah, she it was. She was like a legally blonde. I felt like it was a legally blonde nod. Yeah, I really appreciated that like super hot pink. <laughs> okay, jokey. Who was next? Yikes. Oh, it was the Sissy sisters. Sissy, was... Sissy. Sissy. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you doing now? I was just doing them saying it. Sissy. Oh, Sissy. I thought you were referring to Sisters? <laughs> no. What am I referring to there? <laughs> focus pocus. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we had Alona and Scarlet doing their Sissy, sissying around. Sissy. Um yeah it was just it just wasn't yeah theirs felt like playtime to me in that sense of like you know when kids put on a play and it's just they're just like screaming or it or do you know it had like a a very amateur dramatics vibe to me in the sense of especially i mean this was her note but like alona just kind of was just came in at one level and just maintained it in a way that was like irritating and not funny Although I did enjoy that bit where the spit and slap, the spit, and, the spit and book slap was very funny. That was fantastic. They, they replayed that book slap about five thousand different times at different speeds. I like that they had music. Then they even replayed it again with Alona saying you could hear the noise of it. And they took all the music and the sound effects out and genuinely left to the noise of her being hit with a book. Yeah. <laughs> that really made me laugh. But I also read that whole moment as like, it was them letting off steam yeah. with each other. Yeah. And so they were like, no, we're going to do it. I'm going to spit in your face yeah. for real. And I'm going to hit you in the face with a book for real. It was like, they needed to get it out of their system. I, my my issue is that I feel like, you know, listeners tell me if I'm wrong, tell me if I'm right. But In a lot of the drag race challenges, whenever there's like an improv challenge or actually, yeah, it is an improv challenge. Anything that ends in a fight or them like making out with each other is always a sign that the the sketch has gone very badly and that they are trying to bring some energy back to make it in their head. They think it's fun. Yeah. Well, you're more of an aficionado than I am, but it is that classic thing of like, okay, shit, I don't know what we're doing, but it doesn't matter because we're ending a fight. And it's that thing of being like, like rolling around. It's like, it's not actually funny. no. Whereas if you took the time that you were screaming at each other and had a fight to come up with some jokes... Then it would be funny. Yeah. It's not very clever. Oh, also shout out at this moment. There was like the you know, Stace was like, You're gonna use any props? And they're like, Oh yeah, forgot about the props. And then there's all the props hands on set. Do you see what they're wearing? No. I mean the the biggest like duffel coats of all time <laughs> as the the props people are shifting around like pieces of furniture and stuff yeah once again chilly chilly sets <laughs> the frozen tundra that is the like, Canadian drag race like studio. some of them one of them is wearing like a woolly like what we would call like a bobble hat like a woolly hat with like a bob like a, a thing in the end someone's wearing like a neck guard that I would wear skiing <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, and someone's also wearing, like, giant, giant gloves. So, yeah. Chilly. So, I thought Oh, my God, that- the pit crew must be very cold. Yeah. <laughs> they really must wow. be. I feel like they're they're definitely in full duffel coats and, like, slippers behind the scenes and then just whipping them off just to be on camera. But then you'd get all the oil and grease onto the duffel coat. Yeah, well, uh, those duffel coats are... Maybe they're just having a duffel coat per studio day. That's where the budget's That's going. That's the budget's going, yep. That's why Jeff's not getting those custom-made suits. Oh, the duffel uh, coats. The one and done duffel coats for the big <laughs> one. One <room>. and done. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like the... I, I'm I'm just I'm calling, again, some TV shenanigans here, just with Stace's like, appraisal of the team. And she's like, I thought they were really good. I'm like, I don't think they were. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can't tell me they were good and make me believe that they were, because I know what I was seeing. And what I was seeing was not funny and not good. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So I'm, I'm just calling some shenanigans here. But you're not calling Stace.
1: No no, 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 no. Because
0: obviously, what they do, just making sure, I'm protecting, the le- I'm protecting the legacy of, of Stace. Course. But it's that thing of they, you know, obviously they get her to say something positive and something negative about every group, and then just choose what to, what to show. And I just felt like, come on now, we yeah. should have shown the negative. <clears throat> okay, so that was that done, and we get to see the, res- we get to see the results and the final piece a little bit later. Meanwhile. It's back to that workroom atelier. Jesus Christ. This is the the true like drag race whiplash in this scene. (laughs) So, you know, you know, where you're just like, Jesus, that is a fucking horrific turn. I want to just throw out a reference point. It's a little bit like in the UK when you watch the one show. Yes. It's one show whiplash or this morning whiplash. (laughs) Yeah. So basically those are like magazine style lifestyle shows in the UK where like one moment you could be like watching like a really fun piece all about countryside badgers Next up, refugees. It's like... Oh, oh, oh. That's so funny you were going to do that because I was about to do the same thing and my reference was going to be badgers. <laughs> I was literally going to say, like, one, one second they're interviewing, like, an MP about, like, immigration policy. And then they're like, right, now we're going to go and look at our badger cam. We've, we've set up a camera in a badger set, and we're going to take a look at them. Yeah. It's just <laughs> really, like, Very throwing jarring. you around, really throwing you around. But before we get to that, they were uh, – there was kind of a bit of that – they do the table discussion, you know, where they all just have that second little round of let's sit and talk about stuff. And they were kind of accusing Lemon of being – um trying to run for miscongeniality Congeniality because mm. she's saying like, oh, I didn't do anything shady. I was just making people happy with their choices. I was like, mm. I felt like that was a stretch trying to get her to, um, to admit that she was, I felt like at this point, the, th- there's so many strong people left that, there wasn't really any way for her to do it that would have been good or bad. Eh, well, I mean, Alona, I'm sorry. Alona and, Alona and, and Scarlet. Like, yeah, come no, on. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Maybe It'd I'm, be different if it was like Alona, Scarlet and someone else and that being the, the three team. Yeah, do you know what fine. I mean? Maybe I'm being a lemon apologist because I are. like her so much. Did you also notice, this is another just thing about Lemon from the whole thing, that she's wearing full acrylic fingernails. Um, I did. In French her tips. Legs. French, like, French tips. She milk. was like, when they were doing the notes, her and her, she was just like thumbing through that notepad with her French tips. I was like, oh, I loved it. It's was very glad. I think those were left over from last week's ep, the, the Celine ep, because I seem to remember watching, seeing a lot of French tip nails <laughs> for well, the Celine ep. French, Celine. French. <laughs> Celine. It's, so it's just a tip. So did we, say this last week we did oh god <laughs> we we're just joke. we're just repeating ourselves okay so um what else was going on in this runway pro oh, it was they were just it was them well they, the way they got into this into Boa's horrific story is they were kind oh of oh my god they were, it was a bit more kind of light chat about the um bachelorette parties and just kind of people being a bit too rough with drag queens just in general like feeling like they're kind of like that's right play things and dolls that they can just kind of grab and was and, and didn't alona say like i've never experienced that alona yes, have that moment yeah it's a weird it was it's like, like okay it cool like, well, good for you and then yeah it kind of just opened the door for boa to tell just the most like horrible horrible horrific heartbreaking story where basically she took someone home from the club and then they just they they it sounded like she took someone home from the club mm. she didn't want to have sex with them and then they beat her up and she was unconscious and there was blood and they showed that horrific picture that like selfie with her face all swollen and she said had gone viral and um like a gofundme had been set up Oh yeah, because they also he also like robbed her of her like laptop and stuff and then they set up a gofundme to like it was such a horrible story but as as they do well on the show it whenever someone tells like a horrible story it usually comes with a point of like well actually afterwards the community like rallied around me and it was i felt like it was very nicely the the kind of the positives from a terrible experience were talked about as well which i think they do so well on drag race yeah it's something i'm always really impressed with they keep that tone like really they get that tone kind of perfect yeah well backstory wise it feels like everyone on the show has something horrific that they've been through and that's what makes the show like so triumphant yeah whereas like on an american idol one of those other classic shows they're always really slightly pulling teeth and like yeah i'll be like oh i've lost a family member and it's like Hang on a minute. Yeah, everyone, um, everyone dies at some point. I'm so... rewatching America's Next Top That's Model. That's dark, sorry. I don't want, to, <laughs> don't want to don't want to go too far into that. But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I was to say I'm rewatching America's Next Top Model at the moment and I'm watching the the college cycle and it's these kind of, you know, college student girls and the front runner I think she, she ends up winning. Her whole thing is that she's complaining that both of her parents are rich and famous and how people think that's going to give her a leg up in the competition. But she's actually from a very small town and it was just really tough to watch. And she ends up winning. (laughs) Yeah. okay. It was basically really uncomfortable because obviously it's the mid two thousands and it was a blonde white girl talking, complaining about how people think she's privileged. And then the two runner up girls or one of the runner up girls was like, she'd got her college tuition like she'd got like a scholarship and she was basically looking after her whole family and she was a a, a person of color and like genuinely talking about her struggles and then they would genuinely cut to this blonde white privileged girl being like oh i don't think it's fair that like i people think i don't deserve it just because i don't have like a struggle the 2000s were a real honestly i'll say it again rewatch america's next top model and you want to see people making some true true mistakes I it's don't tough wanna, no it's fascinating though I'm, i told you i'm gonna do my america's next top model podcast it's gonna happen at some point just by yourself though <laughs> yeah just, just me just me talking into the wind about america's next top model <laughs> wait will you do two voices so you'll have like your voice <laughs> <Yes>. as fraser <laughs> yes. maybe there'll be fraser and fraser <laughs> no it would be fraser and miss miss Frey because they have miss j they okay. have the j's on the show so okay be fraser and miss fray what's miss fray's voice like in in your podcast I'm just gonna gonna go with my first reaction. It was like a Ooh yes So basically (laughs) outfit. So Miss Frey just like (laughs) like, just react. Yeah. She's like a Mrs. Doubtfire kind of Ooh. (laughs) No, Mrs. Doubtfire doesn't sound like that. No, I was I I don't know why I said Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know who I'm being. (laughs) Wait, should I try my Mrs. Doubtfire impression? Yeah. Ooh. Lovely to meet you too. <laughs> Jenny, yeah. Jenny boy. Joe up. You know I have a controversial opinion. I don't like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I, I didn't like it as a child and I don't like it as an adult. Really? Yeah, I, I I it's just something I just never liked it. I felt like it was too um the the, the heart of the film is really sad and dark and I didn't like it. That's fair. I, I mean, it is a really wild ride yeah. that movie thinking about it now. It's troubling. It really is. Um <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't one of my childhood faves. I'll be honest with you. I always remember in one of the stations in London, maybe it was London Bridge or Kings Cross, one of the big, big stations. There was a train announcer who sounded just like Mrs. Byron. <laughs> so I'd always be like traveling to my commuting through to my job, and there'd be like this voice. would be like the train to Gypsy Hill <laughs> has been postponed <laughs> by twenty-five minutes. <laughs> gypsy gypsy hill, gypsy hill. <laughs> weird name for a place yeah anyway let we are wildly <laughs> wildly off topic here. let's snap ourselves back into focus Shall um, we get to that main stage yeah let's get to that main stage so uh category is canadian tuxedo and uh what do we think about just let's have a quick talk about the luke's i felt like jeff lost his mind um judge looks <laughs> do you know what though i am not a jeff apologist as we all full well know again watching the show with jesse who's been a long time fan he was like it's kind of cool that he's just like wearing whatever whatever the hell he wants yeah. like he was kind of wearing like a big like rough and yeah, it's like a, a see, big fun floppy bow he's having fun yeah. so good for him now i have to say I wasn't in love with Stacey's look. Yeah, me neither. What did it it reminded me of? Like a summer dress from like 2011 that someone's bought at River Island. Shout out to River Island in the UK. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It it was it. it, it, After she looked so stunning for the for the kind of recording of the commercials, it just was a a slight step down for me. Yeah, and then I wasn't so crazy about Brooke's look either. (laughs) She kind of looked like a mad old aunt. (laughs) which actually now i've said that it makes me like it again it was fine it was just a bit like okay sure i think she looks like a mad old like aunt who's also an art teacher but also a little bit like uh, like like a a glamorous swashbuckling princess yes i feel like all of those things can could work. she's so your mad old aunt who's an art teacher, but also has a slight kind of renaissance feel to her looks. Yes, yes, there's a slight <laughs> renaissance feel. Um and then out trotted Tom Green. Oh, now Jesus. here's is, the thing. It is his wide-leg like jeans. Here's the thing. <laughs> Tom, I was like, oh, this is I was annoyed. I was like, I'm not into I'm, I'm I'm furious already at him being part of this show. He then, you know, did the teleprompt translation for the uk auto Q. he read his lines they were like fine whatever yeah then i was like oh no actually you're pretty great and you're pretty fun and i loved his quips and asides throughout this what are your thoughts okay so i appreciate the 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 position of being like i'm gonna come on the show as a heterosexual man who doesn't really know much about drag or who's not really kind of associated with you know queer culture And kind of play up to that and just kind of be like, what's happening? My problem is, is I feel like I've seen that on Mm. American Drag Race. It doesn't really happen anymore in American Drag Race because they've kind of given up having those token kind of straight... Male judges that do that. What's well, actually quite disrespectful. Yeah, I, I, and I, I, I was getting just, a, I was just a bit like, oh okay, we get it. Like you're kind of like, whoa, look at the drag. Okay, okay, no, I, okay, I hear your point. And again, you're more seasoned in this than I am. There is also something about like, why? It's a privilege to get asked to come and mm. be in this show and judge. Why would you give it to? A straight white man who knows nothing about it—that's yeah. that goes against what the whole show is about. Yeah. About giving a platform to and the underdogs. There's—I've seen. Say this. This is a weird example to pluck out of the air, but you know Tony Hale, who from Arrested Development and and Veep and all those shows, he's um, he's Buster I'm, Buster Bluth. He's he basically he's a, he's a white straight. I'm googling like, comedy Tony actor. Hale. God, the he, name Tony. He did. He was a judge on Drag Race, and he came on, and he was funny really funny but in a way that was not he was very like respectful of the show that he was on he was very funny he like obviously had either either liked the show already or had done some research but he just he was the perfect example of like a straight white man coming on the show and truly appreciating it having fun he would it just it it, they there was who did they have on before it was um joel McHale from community or you know the guy that used to do the soup oh yeah he came on and he did this like i i really have issues with him as a person yeah he did this like frat boy he was trying to do this like frat boy kind of character where he was like kind of catcalling the girls as they were coming down the runway and being like oh yeah and it like well because there's nothing funnier than a straight straight white man fancying a man in drag yeah it, it was that and i i just in the grand scheme of the the straight men joel McHale still is at the top of the worst one Tom Green felt like he was having more fun and wasn't wasn't like okay. he was trying to be funny, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, do we need to do this? Okay, I think that's a good point. Uh, shout out to Jeff Goldblum who's been on before. Yes, now I I think he there was a touch of the straight man not knowing what's going on, but then actually, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum is so eccentric yeah. that it actually worked. And then didn't he cry? Yeah, he cried during the lip sync so, because it was so beautiful. So <laughs> I, I feel like he is someone who appreciates art truly, truly, and performance. He has this whole jazz thing going on. So I actually, he's very acceptable. Yeah. We're, I mean, we haven't even <laughs> gone to their looks. <laughs> what a wild journey we've been on today. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's, let me just scroll down. Hang on. So should we have a quick run through of the uh, Canadian Tuxedo looks? So yeah. it's denim on denim on denim. The realness. Do, 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 do. I love the realness. I mean, too. It's really Real good. The realness is what you feel. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobo was first. I really like. I loved um, Bobo's look. Bobo's look was super cool I mean, they talk about it later Love the little hearts of neon Little little pops of neon It's great because I'm like I thought of you when they said that Did you? Thanks (laughs) this, This look is very, um it reminds me of like when Diesel and Miss 60 were at their height in like 2004. Yeah. Maybe that's a very European reference and world view I'm going into there. Um no, but I, I think you're you're totally right. It's like that kind of like super distressed. We've got like some bleaching, we've got some pops of neon. It was just really fun. Um yeah, it was a, a great, great outfit. Next up. So who was after that? <laughs> Serving the most cunt bobo ever. That's what she said. <laughs> fair That's and she funny. was her movements were very yeah she kind of did like a very kind of big energetic crab thing at one point <laughs> super into it Ooh, alona valley okay i'm gonna stop you right there i actually think that this outfit was great i think it was it, it was really look no one else was doing this it was very distinctive i actually i actually didn't appreciate the the way the judges were like dealt with the kind of no makeup on her Awesome. Like, yeah i hear you but here's what i would say about that i think it'd be one thing if it was like a conscious choice she was like no do you know what i'm uh, my body shape blah, blah, blah. right it doesn't need it but it more came across like she just hadn't thought about yeah, it yeah yeah no I, I i agree i i really liked her what she like how she'd done her like edges that, that the kind of little curls it was very like although that's problematic i was just wondering that is that problematic well i i I was in two months about it. I thought, is this problematic? But then I thought also is the reference, is the reference like referencing black culture and kind of having the the baby hairs and kind of doing that curled round style, or is the reference point like a kind of 1920s, um, mm. you know, like kind of Mar- like a Marcel way, Marcel. No, w- no, no, no. It's uh, this, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the reference I'm trying to talk about. It's the one that, oh fuck. Um, Courtney act and thingy both dressed like it. Oh damn it! I can't remember. There's a very unique reference point that I'm trying to make that I'm not making. But, but the fact that we're even questioning it probably means that it shouldn't be done. Yeah, because it's like Analona is so like she's she's you know she really builds herself as being very young and progressive so mm. for her to not have even thought about that i don't know yeah that was yeah a little troubling but i i enjoyed that outfit okay next up was boa i felt kind of bad for boa because i felt like she had clearly thought i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna do it and she did go for it it just didn't turn out well yeah it i it was purposefully a raggedy look i think that's the the problem is that it was meant to be like distressed and kind of like even she said she's like oh it's like you know I've all my ripped denim wings but it just wasn't there just wasn't enough of everything if like there had been double the amount of denim on the wings and like the hair was doubly as big and the outfit was i don't know it just was all a bit it needed, flimsy needed it needed a finesse yeah it's like if she had given that whole idea to like a a real professional costume person right they could elevate it and right. turn it into something else well that in itself feels very a season one of a, of a drag race show in terms of like you know now on like all stars and even on like regular drag race it's like that look just wouldn't fly because people would have they would have got like a costume maker to make it for them so i guess maybe part of me still appreciates the the kind of rawness of it and the kind of like i did make it myself thing but i guess it still does need to be better the rawness okay next up we had jimbo and boy did we have jimbo oh wow loved this i think she did such a good the overall like just the overall look like to do like a head-to-toe patchwork like bodysuit stunning but then when you get into like the detail of it so like her shape was was like stunning. I thought her shape was amazing. I loved the way that the hair like popped out of the top, mm-hmm. and then the the way she'd she, the makeup that she'd done on her face, so that it blended in with the patchwork, and then with the just it was uh, yeah just, the the red lip, the red hair, the yeah. red nail. Like my note for this was of course yeah. Like I mean, it's so surprising, but also like yep yeah. So Jimbo, I mean, she still can't walk. Yeah, she's still doing her keep club Compy club. pick up. I mean, maybe that was maybe that denim had just been washed. you know when yeah. you've got some jeans you've just oh, washed yeah. and a little tight. Wait, when was the last time you wore jeans? I, I honestly, as you said that, I was like I don't I haven't worn jeans since February. yeah, me me neither. I've worn a jean short since then and I was very unhappy about it. That doesn't count no, no, but yeah, no. I have not worn a full pair of jeans since February. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, (laughs) we'll check in next week to see if Fraser (laughs) has worn any denim. Um, Oh, something I forgot to say about uh, Boa's look. Um, They put some really fun airplane sound effects in and she was like trying to get (laughs) offset. So just shout out back to that. Actually, just thinking Jimbo's look, the denim look, there's also something a little bit Miss Sixty about this look. Yes, for sure. Like a like a denim raggedy bootleg yeah jean. <laughs> I wonder if Miss Sixty was a thing in the US. Who um, knows? Yeah, we'll find out. It's very very European. Okay, next up was Rita Baga. Um, I wasn't I wasn't like mad at this, but I also didn't really care about it either. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was I- kind of like I don't know. It just wasn't as fun as some of the others i agree it was it very was medium just to me very medium I, I loved her makeup loved her hair again quite crystal um but i also i'm just gonna say it was this denim yeah I, it just looked blue it was just blue <laughs> and i appreciated she tried to do some reveals and things but i just it didn't f- quite fit her either the yeah. thing underneath i was i was pissed off with this look Pissed off. <laughs> I was pissed off i was pissed off cheesed off mad. everyone you're mad at mad. it mad no i don't use mad because i that think gets into mental health right 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 i am um, i yeah I, I agree i i wasn't i was like oh okay that's i, I could have i felt like we could have seen more and i think to come after jimbo it was a real like okay yeah i felt like it lo- i felt like it was like related to uh bobo's look but not as successful don't you yeah. think it, like they could have come from the same line, but it wasn't. It it wasn't achieved as successfully as as Bobo's look for sure. So who who came had Priyanka next? And I am gonna, so I am gonna say that again. We had Priyanka next. Now once again, is this denim? It's not. Yeah, it's just some like rich blue material that she was wearing, and I just this this was not great. Yeah. I love I love how you've got like nothing else to say. I agree. I think actually weirdly this was also kind of a bit swashbuckly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just was a little kind of it just with denim to do a denim themed runway, I felt like it was such a strange there's so many fun things you could do, and I and she didn't do any of them. Yeah. I was relieved no one tried to do like the Britney dress though. Right. Because if I have to see that reference point one more time. Right. It's not clever. I'm just throwing this out there right now. It's not clever to <laughs> reference Britney and Justin wearing their denim outfits anymore. Like it's been we've absolutely done, it. <laughs> done to death. It's like we we've no. So just do not do it, okay? Is that a warning for everyone this Halloween. That is a you don't warning. Don't any Britney and Justin. Do you know what? The only way I would like to see it is if you had a Britney and Justin. But it was, a, it was a man in drag as Britney. A gender and flip. It was a gender flip. And it was a and woman in drag. And, and man, it was Britney and Justin. And it was Britney and Justin. Doing a gender so, flip. <laughs> so Britney and Justin, I know you listen to our Drag Race recap for Canada. This Halloween, could you do that gender flip in your costumes? You've got time to post each other those costumes, which you clearly <laughs> have already re- have. Retailored. Yeah. Okay. Then finally, we had Lemon. Okay. Okay. So i'm gonna say this about lemons i feel like with a with some tweaks it could have been really really cool i felt like the bra top was actually my biggest problem i know everyone hated the kind of suspendery, like flappy bits around her thighs my problem was the bra top i felt like it felt like she hadn't put anything in the bra top so it looked like a boy wearing a little bra bikini top. I see, I didn't have issues with that. I, I, I felt so, like it was too high up and too, it was too high up and too close together. I wanted to see like, it just, it felt like it didn't feel like a, a woman's, like I wanted to see more of like a, I wanted to see more tits basically. You're being very gender conforming here. I just didn't, I just felt like it looked too small and too close together as well. It didn't like my eye, the proportions didn't kind of, it, whether the, whether she'd put anything in there or not I didn't have to I didn't I don't mean I want to see big tits uh, that came out wrong I just didn't I felt like it just the proportions of that top were too strange and it was all too close and up and bunched together in the middle of her chest okay. I was fixated on that just to the point where I actually didn't really take in the rest of the outfit until the critiques later and there was just all that kind of dead and flapping around her legs yeah it just it was very like first year art student has got a sewing machine and some yeah. old, some old jeans. It, it it's not good. Yeah. It's not a good look. It was, and, and this is really, for me, this was starting to really hammer home that she's not that great. Right. It's, it's Yeah. Her personality and her kind of like vibrancy has got her quite far. And then, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. I feel like her and Priyanka are both guilty of uh, doing this as well, which is, again coming from my extensive years of drag experience just doing like a a, a flat center part wig is a little mm. it's is, is troubling to me i think that also doesn't help it's very kind of just i know that because i'm a big fan of willem from uh season four of willem's entire career and she always says the the rule of like a wig is to have it has to be like the volume of it has to be like two times bigger than your own head or something, or your own face. It's something to do with uh, he has like a Ooh. he has like a proportions thing, and I feel like that flat center part wig is just very like, ugh, very like schlumpy dumpy. It makes her look like a little schlumpy, you know. If the hair, even if you're doing a center part, it has to have like volume and I don't know. Well, I I think it's just even if it doesn't have the volume, it's got to maybe have just something else. Yeah. So I. Make that wig twenty foot long. Yes, yes. I'm actually thinking of another reference point where a queen did a center part wig. Now this is a real deep cut. I don't know if you can remember this, but it's uh, Trinity K Bonet, and she did like a- I've never heard those words put together. <laughs> she does. She did this like seventies hippie look, and she was actually in the bottom too. But she looked fucking amazing, and she had a long black, like a long, but it was so long, and she kind of looked like Cher. She looked like a black Cher, yeah. and she looked like stunning. Do you ever remember the Brit Awards in 1994 or 5 when Madonna was like bedtime stories era and she performed in a super, super long platinum long wig and they had giant fans, like that industrial could- fans in front of her and it was just like billowing behind her? I don't remember that. Okay. I just remember her being yanked off, yanked off of the stage by that cape for the Brit Awards. Was that the Brit Awards? <gasps> Oh. nothing nothing filled me with fear more than knowing that whoever the dancer was that ripped her off that stage with that cape oh my or god whoever that was the, the costume designer was that thud i remember when that happened so we're just a shout out to the whole kind of like what was that was it what era was that I can't remember. um it was that kind of Bolero era from yeah. about five years ago. So scary. Oh my God. And then she was wearing a cape live on TV and it was meant to like, you're meant to pull it and it was meant to come away. But she had tied it or someone had tied it, she tied it so they pulled it and they just pulled her down. It was Living for Love. It was yeah. that song. And it was just like, I'm living for... <laughs> and it was like, oh God. My blood ran cold when that happened. I, I literally wasn't even worried about her safety because I feel like she's invincible and she'll live forever. I was, I was worried about the pure evil that would emanate from her afterwards that would dist- I feel like the person just disintegrated like turned to dust like at the end of uh, Avengers mm. she just clicked her fingers and they just turned into to dust and floated off into the wind I remember I was watching a movie that night and I'm coming out of like the movie theater and everyone came <laughs> through, had like texts I was like oh my god have you heard Madonna Madonna was like, she, she, she hit her head and she like had the cape and someone had the cape too tight <laughs> anyway that was that okay then we get into seeing the actual law videos so they're okay. a little challenge from earlier so be, it will be a quick about this because i feel like we've talked a lot of shit today so uh first up was sarah and saracen team sissy i i was like this isn't funny and this isn't good and and they gave the critique of like it was just alona being very one note and it was just annoying and it was it just didn't quite make sense yeah it was unfunny is what I will stamp that one with. Okay, next up, we had Boa, <laughs> Jimbo, and Rita. They were doing the whole bachelorette party thing. Um, yeah, there was some really fun stuff in this. Yeah, uh, I mean, J- Jimbo was just on fire. Yeah, and it helped, it, the kind of light and shade of it really helped in the sense that Jimbo was doing that kind of soft voice, Jimbo's soft voice, when, um, when she was doing the, the kind of lawyer bit, and then when she was the bachelorette, like, it's my special day. Yeah, so she had a nice kind of, light and shade <laughs> mm. and um yeah I Rita like Bagger was fun in this as well yes loved Rita Bagger in it like that they, they lent into the French thing but in a way that was so she got to speak French be bitchy in French be funny in French and then the other girls got to make jokes on the back of the fact that she was talking French it, it was like successful for everyone I thought yeah and then Boa, I actually do not remember Boa in this challenge she had balls in her in her pants as, a, as the lawyer that's all like I remember oh yeah that's I mean that's very her yeah Okay, next up, the final team, we had Priyanka and Lemon. The Pussy Protectors. This was Cam- it was the best. Oh, that's it. When your puss has had a crash, we'll get you your cash. That's what I was trying to remember. Got it. I thought this this was my absolutely my favorite one. Yeah. I felt like it was the funniest. It had the most energy. It had the other one. The other guy, the right one did have energy, but I felt like sometimes it was a little slightly unharnessed, whereas I felt like priyanka and lemon were in control of like every second of their commercial i felt very looked after as a viewer and i felt like the the laughs came like quick and strong like there were a lot of them There was a lot of stuff to enjoy and i I still felt i always think it's a challenge in these in these challenges to make me kind of go like (laughs) oh and i felt like they did like the jokes were very kind of they were fresh. They were kind of predictable, some of them in a funny way. And then also just, I, I really liked the that they'd left out all the stuff to do with them being like con women. Oh my so God. So when they played it at the end, and it was, you know, when they cut back to them and they were talking to the pit crew. Oh, wow. Well, like, yeah. We've taken oh, we'll all the money all for ourselves. Yeah. So. Oh, hi there. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. I love, mean, love that. Just so simple. Really smart and simple and funny. So that <sighs> was it. That was their three, their three little uh, legal, legal vids that they put together. Okay. Then we got onto the critiques. So we can kind of whip through the critiques. We right? sure should probably <laughs> Scarlet Bobo. So she was praised for her acting and her look. Um, and as, as I've already already mentioned the neon yellow pops of color. Yeah. Um, oh, and then this is, this is obviously Alona got praised for her, her paint on her face, but then they were saying that she needed to put full coverage foundation on her AF. Yeah. Jeff was quite strong about that. Yeah, that I'm I'm not, I don't feel great about that coming from, I think that should have come from, brooke yeah no that's fair that's very fair and she was also critiqued for her one note acting which we've already touched on yeah next up we had boa um you know they stace really talked about the fact that Boa was getting in her head in the acting which again was such a shame because the fortune telling thing earlier she was super fun in um brooklyn's not a fan of of the wings it was i think she said it was kind of like a slightly shit um i was about to say victoria's victoria justice victoria's <laughs> secret model and it was they had like a shot of it and it wasn't there like a spoon or a fork or something like dangling <laughs> in it there was something so like annoying. there was something like caught in it which was kind of on purpose but kind of not then i tom did green, this moment this was great this was fun so basically tom green was going on about the fact that it reminded him of an outfit he wore in like was like a church, a church play, play. Yeah. and then he called his mum to get confirmation <laughs> his mum confirms it and then he's like Mom, can you just send a, a quick photo, yeah. and then sent the photo, and they did that great like two shot of Tom Green wearing some wings <laughs> and Bo wearing her wings. It was he was right. It was it was it was worth every second of oh, that whole diversion. That was, was funny. That was fantastic. Yeah, he redeemed himself for me in that moment because it felt like he was like, oh, okay, he actually has something to contribute genuinely. Who's next? Next up was uh, that Jimbo. They were um, basically saying that. Everything was perfect. <laughs> <So she's> like, <laughs> Stacey said, Stace said that, yeah, she got goosebumps from Jimbo. Oh, yeah, she sure did. Goosebumps. Imagine giving Stace goosebumps. I, I, I never The thought could. of giving Stace goosebumps gives me goosebumps. Yeah, makes me feel proud, and it's never going to happen. Yeah. Rita Bagger was next. Now, she was praised um, as, as being the most beautiful that Jeff has ever seen her. Yeah. I mean, your, her, her hair makeup was great. Um, praise for acting. Um and then she would, yeah, they they, they basically liked her. I, I got the impression that they weren't crazy about her look yeah. on on the main stage, which we weren't either. Oh, I have to say, Jeff said something really irritating to Jimbo. He was like, welcome to the competition, Jimbo. And I was like, no, she's been... Didn't she win last week? Yeah. It's like, she's been, she's been, she's arrived for quite some time. I was like, you can't, uh, like, yeah, that it was like, mm, she was been pretty solid... And wonderful so far. She didn't need to be welcome. That really, it didn't, it didn't need to be said. It didn't really t- Didn't me. taste good, did it? Didn't, not at all. I no. was, I was kind of furious oh, about that. On. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> Your dog just licked my hand. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> did under, you get, did you get goosebumps? Under the table, I did. Oh, thank you, Fabi. Okay. Next up we had, who was it next? Priyanka. Priyanka. Yeah. Praise for her acting, not for her look. I couldn't, I couldn't Fair. agree with that more. Like it's actually her and Lemon, I think. Both did such a good job in the commercial, and then both really kind of flubbed the look that I I was concerned that both of them were going to be in the bottom two, and I was kind of already a little bit annoyed about it because just from my own personal feelings, it's like so clear to me anyway personally in my opinion that that um my the ones that I'm not so crazy about are Alona and Bobo, mm-hmm. so I kind of was like I w- I thought that you are worried I was worried that both of them were going to skate by, especially Alona I. I feel like her time is really, she's really clinging on. And I was really worried that it was going to have to be a choice between Priyanka and Lemon. And I was like, I'm not ready to let go of either of them. No, that's very fair. <laughs> Although I, I do think that, you know, next up was Lemon. And again, you know, she was praised for her acting, but then, but they also did say that she was doing a lot of the same kind of act that she didn't heritage moments, which I actually didn't remember if she did that. But... Yeah. She was, she was really good in that too. Yeah. Okay. I think she was just good in both of them. I, I think that's a, that, I think that was an unfair criticism. Well, that's the thing. It didn't ring true for me. And then Stace loved her walk, but they all basically said her outfit was a mess, which it yeah. was. And then Brooklyn was like giving notes once. Well, if you just did this. And if you just did that, and if you just did that. And then Lemon was like, so basically if I wore a completely different <laughs> yeah, outfit, like, yeah. Funny. yeah, she, Her shoes were terrible. She was wearing big old clumpy, dumpy uh, kind of high heeled boots. Oh, well, And she the jeans died. were like, I think the jeans were like tucked into them. It, it was really like, it was not a good, this was the moment for me where I was like, lemon, you are not going to be in the top three. Yeah, yeah. It, but she's there's time. There's time for her to at least make it to top four to mm-hmm. be in the, the last four. I think she could turn final around, four. The final four. Final four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was next? Well, that was it, wasn't it? This that is, was all of them. Yeah. So this is when we have the the classic uh, the classic moment of who do you think should go home? Okay, I'm going to pause you. Who do you think? Who would you have said? I would have said Alona. Right. Right. I would have said... I think I would have said Boa. Right. And I love Boa. Yeah. But her looks are bad and she's in her head. Yeah. I think it might just be time to buy out gracefully. Because I do think that... I do think Alona's look on the runway was decent. Yeah. She's just... Yeah, she's just on wah-wah for me. Okay, so Brooklyn was asking all the gals who should go home. So Scarlett, Alona, Boa, and Jimbo, they all said Lemon because of her runway look, which I I didn't think was fair because she was so good in yeah, the, the legal just, it, vid. It, it, they, I think that was some nastiness of clinging on to of not them just not really liking lemon that much which comes in the workroom just straight afterwards that's true and then uh, rita priyanka and lemon all say alona so it's pretty like it's a pretty equal split which actually made me think that the bottom two was going to be those two alona and lemon wait who did rita say uh, rita said alona rita said alona oh i beg your pardon yeah okay and then we had so that after obviously after that moment you go back into the workroom and then what I will say is I do kind of appreciate Alona in that moment where she they came in and she was like, look, let's not all sit here and justify why we said who we said because we explained ourselves on the runway, but then they all still did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she tried. She tried to get ahead of it and be like, okay, look. And then that's when Lemon kind of got slammed by quite a few of them for saying that she's fake. and then And then she did that really... Classic thing of like, I'm not here to make friends. Okay, got it. We've heard that in every sort of reality competition ever. Yeah. Do you think she's fake? I don't. I think she's just young. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fair. I think she's young, so she's just not fully formed yet as a as a complete person. Just that in terms of, I think when you're young and inexperienced a little bit, you kind of tend to ebb and flow a little bit with your personality and a little bit with kind of how you operate. You haven't got that like solid like this is me and this is my path. You're Mm. kind of a little bit more like. You go between being like a, oh, oh, like maybe I'm the nice person or maybe I'm this person. So I think she's kind of just ebbing and flowing and finding out who she is. Again, maybe I'm just a lemon apologist and maybe she is fake, but I don't think she is. I no, feel like we're seeing the real person. I thought that was a very good character analysis. And I know you are like a psychotherapist. Oh yeah. Did I not mention I'm also one? I'm also a therapist? Yeah. yeah. So I completely trust your diagnosis. Thank you. Your professional opinion. <laughs> what else is going on backstage? Oh, I tell you what. I really liked... Um, Bobo, like Bobo just sitting, Bobo, Jimbo just sitting there in that full outfit, like was amazing backstage. And then it, it, like the eyes just going, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> eyes just flicking back and forth. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. She's got up in the, the hall of fame of, uh, of the kind of untucked eyeball moments. There's a few of them. There's a, there's actually also a lot of people drinking their straws going like looking side to side. There's a really good, um, Trinity, the tuck, one of them. I, I urge everyone to look it up as a gif of her dressed in. I think she's dressed in leopard print with pigtails and she's just drinking this drink going, <laughs> looking side to side. There must be like a gif of this one with Jimbo now. Yeah. I mean, there has to be. Just hurtling around Montreal and Toronto. <laughs> so we oh. are back on the main stage. So Rita Bagger is named the winner, which I thought was a, a wild one. I think they just, I think they couldn't make Jimbo the winner twice. Mm. What opinions, thoughts? I just feel like we're, we're reaching. The, they're reaching the point now where if we, if we give too many wins to one person, they need to keep the playing field even ish between like the, the front runners. And I think maybe it's not that she didn't deserve to win. I think Jimbo just deserved it just more. I her runway look was better. So. Her b- runway look was so much better. Rita Bagger's, Runway look just wasn't yeah. wasn't up to my standards. And again, I am a fashion designer. Well, the good thing is, is that she won um, a custom-designed wardrobe valued at 10000 Canadian dollars from Northbound Leather. Well, that's good, because she does need that. Yes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, who was safe? Who were safe? We had Jimbo Obvi. Yeah. Scarlett. Yeah. Eh, her runway look was good enough to pull her through, definitely. Priyanka. Mm, again... The law commercial pulled her through. Yeah, lemon. Yeah i th- I think the law commercial pulled her through. Yeah, I think it was if you if you put it onto like a graph that it was so high on the law commercial that even with the the low point of the runway, it didn't balance out in the same way that boa's medium performance in both things. Do you know what I mean? She did kind of better in in like the runway, kind of mm-hmm. than lemon, but. Her performance was so low that it kind of put her in the bottom. I feel like you just described a mathematical equation to me. I would like to see that, like, on a. You like you see a, me trying to like, like visualize that? Like, but loud. that weighs it, but then halves <laughs> it. But then you minus the look, and that adds up, but that multiplies. Yeah, exactly. And then so it's kind of like challenge. It's it was challenge times runway over reaction equals the the pi of the the constant has to the power of two power recurring. Of two. Got it maths that's what we call it in the uk <laughs> over here math math really hard not to put that s on the end got it okay so bottom two alona verley and boa they then did lip sync i'm not a huge fan of this song mm-hmm. it's a little um how do you it's feel a too serious for me now okay how do you feel about this as a lip sync song not the way they performed in general how do you feel about this as a lip sync i would to do like a ballad yeah, it's like a power ballad type um, situ. I felt like maybe this is my age showing. I feel like if you're going to do a, a ballad in drag, it has to be more classic. This felt like an attempt to make a, hello, my mother is speaking through me now, modern song, like a classic power ballad. And I just didn't really, do you know what I mean? Like, I, You, d- you didn't, care for I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it. If, if you're going to do a ballad, it has to be a classic, a classic pop, draggy ballad where you can kind of really overact in it and have some fun i felt like this song was too serious i didn't know that alessia cara was canadian i didn't either but that does make sense because this is canada's drag race didn't i it didn't make me like it though no okay now <laughs> i did not think this is a good lip sync no I played the song for, for a big a big part of it, no, but, I, but you could do something with the song. They were just both very the same, yeah. in the way they performed they're look neither of them are big uh like they neither of them are dancers, yeah, neither of them right from the word go, boa said that you know kick jumps, splits, you yeah. can't do any of them. I get it, but it, they were both just kind of the same in this i do think I do think there was a glimmer of more kind of poise and performance from alona which kind of Mm. i i I didn't want to say that because i'm not a huge fan of hers but it's true (laughs) you know she kind of pulled off that that style a little bit better but and it was it was boa's time to go she's i think she'd she'd reached the end of being on drag race she's one of those queens that's just like She's fine. Absolutely going to thrive outside of the TV show. She just like, the show just got a little bit too much for her on her run. She reminds me, this isn't a great comparison, but like someone like Katia, she, Katia was on her season, got to kind of middle point to just a little bit further because she was so kind of like, Oh God, like overwhelmed by it and kind of highly anxious by it and in her head. But then outside of drag race and when she went back for all stars, it's just like a fucking, powerhouse like a legend madness and comedy so this is also i'm a very, not worried about her it's you know. a very respectable like spot to get yeah, to in drag absolutely. race so i'm not worried about her i agree so yeah boa is told to sashay away and alona is told Shantae, you stay i love boa's exit line <laughs> very good i didn't come here to make friends i came here to make lasagna <laughs> great loved it so good oh we're off that roller coaster oh now. my god now what I'm were so you sorry everyone i feel like we have diverted to all sorts all today, sorts today. <laughs> what I, overall thoughts um i i feel like we're we're at like a, a point now where i really apart from maybe Alona who like i said i'm not a huge fan of i really like even even bobo like i'm we're reaching the point where there's not much left between the ones that i like and 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 don't like as much so I kind of feel quite like i'm getting very very invested now Mm -hmm. so you know the only thing i can the only way i'm going to be comfortable for next week is if it's alona and and bobo in the bottom and i don't even think that that's likely you know it might be anyone i'm i'm worried i basically i i'm now in a position where my i feel so strongly about the rest of them about jimbo priyanka lemon you know rita bagger like I, i don't want to see any of them go (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure, not quite yeah. sure how we're going to get to that point. I think next week, I, wa- I think next week, the bottom two is going to be um, Scarlet, Bobo, and Lemon. Right. I think they're going to maybe keep Lemon a- alone a little bit longer. Right. Because that, I would like to see, Lemon versus Scarlet, Bobo. Yeah, yeah, me too. That, that- would be like to a high octane song that'll be really Mm. satisfying well we'll have to wait until next week to see what happens so that's going to do it for this week's episode of canada's drag race recap this episode was produced by brie weiss be sure to join us next week and every week until the end of time no just until the end of the season as we continue to discuss (laughs) dissect and deconstruct each brand new episode of canada's drag race season one so, I've been Ben. I have been Fraser. And... And we are the hosts of Your Welcome America, which is a podcast you can find in any of your podcast platforms. Your pod shops. Your pod shops. Uh, it's you are, the letters you are, welcome America on Instagram, um, so you can follow us on there and see our fun stories that we post. Yeah. And, yeah, please look for us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can. We would love for you to listen. We're going to be releasing a new episode on Wednesday. Exciting times. Uh, so... Until next week, sashay away. Bye. You're welcome.